Hi, I'm Robert Antonellis. Thanks for tuning in to Eagle Eye Outlook. This episode is Weather Warfare Fuels Putin's Warfare, where the domestic fight begins to expose how long World War III has been planned and how Putin's aggression in the Ukraine was the goal of the radical left, which concocted weather warfare to drive up the price of oil. Remember, all the world's a stage, including the airliners, the battlefields, and even the weather. Because if you do not understand the enemy, you may as well be shadowboxing. So what's progressive about progressivism? You'll learn this at Eagle Eye Outlook. It's progressive strangulation. Like a slithering boa constrictor, invisible until it lunges forward, wrapping itself around the midsection of its prey, then squeezing out the life completely. It's already succeeding on many fronts. The border, masking the kids, the Afghanistan debacle, mandating healthy people out of a job, surging food and fuel costs, strangling budgets, and not a care or a tear from Biden and the left. Sky-high crude prices funding Putin's war, which makes prices race upwards even further. Strangling Americans as the free world shrinks. It's open war on the middle class. Do you see how Biden's block on domestic drilling demonstrates the left's hatred for made-in-the-USA fossil fuels? If they cared about the environment, they would not race to import dirty oil and from America's enemies. This contradiction is explained in this episode as more than just lunacy. Is this passive-aggressive behavior or naked brutality disguised as compassion? Hang with me and see what may be your first look at weather warfare. First, I have a confession to make. I once laughed at the term Dick Cheney's hurricane machine. That was a term that was bouncing around the Internet in the months and years after Katrina, which killed 1,800 people in New Orleans in the year 2005 and caused at least $125 billion in destruction. So that was the term Dick Cheney's hurricane machine. I dismissed weather manipulation as pure fantasy. I had heard the term cloud dusting for years prior, but I just did not take it seriously. I'll explain to you why and which events in American history made me take a second look. This episode tears off the mask of man-caused climate change to reveal the brutal face of man-caused weather warfare and how it was concocted, in part, to fuel Putin's war in the Ukraine, and quite possibly the total restoration of the Soviet Union. You'll get your first taste of something we call the 9-11 blood trail, in which we've discovered how Katrina fits into that very 9-11 blood trail and is part of that single script, which I sometimes call Managing the Decline of America. John Kerry says the Ukraine refugee crisis pales in comparison to climate refugees yet to come. Is he just revealing that he's inhuman and brutally heartless, or does he know something we don't yet know? The culture war in the Green New Deal, you'll see, are cover for Biden and the entire left. Even Biden appearing to appease the squad is cover for Biden's hardcore ambitions that are pro-China, anti-American, 
and pro-World War III. On Biden's Inauguration Day 2021, he immediately stripped away America's hope to maintain energy independence by canceling the Keystone Pipeline. Remember that? Biden permitted Putin's Nord Stream 2 pipeline to proceed, which Trump had blocked. He gave Putin the green light to invade the Ukraine. He forced working people around the world to become the funding source of the Russian army. So it's an old pattern for the left, which includes George Bush, as you will come to see. America has funded many of Russia's wars and in recent memory by forcing up the price of oil. For example, Bush did this in 2008 and Putin invaded Georgia. Obama-Biden in 2014 and Putin invaded Crimea. Even Biden trying to appease the squad, the Green New Dealers, is cover for Biden's hardcore pro-World War III ambitions that is both pro-China and anti-American. Then, Biden inviting Russia into the Ukraine in 2022 by pushing NATO to the border with Russia, which was Putin's red line. And today, Biden's eagerly pushing the U.S. into World War III, which will likely be chemical, biological, and nuclear, not to mention hand-to-hand. So the pattern is to restrict domestic supply, drive up the cost of crude oil, give Putin the green light to project power by spreading death and fear, turn the map red, and rebuild the Soviet Union. So what does the Green New Deal have to do with America concocting World War III? Let's dip into the 20th century and see. If you were alive in 1987, you may recall President Ronald Reagan standing at the Berlin Wall saying, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Mikhail Gorbachev was the general secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. Six years later, that wall did come down. It was the day the Soviet Union finally collapsed. Newly unemployed, the general secretary was asked, Mr. Gorbachev, what's next? His answer, I'm going green. In that same year, 1993, according to the LA Times, Gorbachev was already the head of an environmental group called the International Green Cross. So is green the new red? It seems so. Are we getting closer to understanding why the Green New Dealers can claim to want to save humanity from catastrophe, yet from the other side of their mouths, they always seem to hate humans? It's not just John Kerry who completely dismissed the hardship of millions of Ukrainians. Kamala Harris burst out laughing when asked if America had plans to accept any of the millions of Ukrainian refugees that are escaping into Europe. Where's Kamala's total disregard for human life come from? Kamala's laughter led Zelensky's former spokeswoman to say it would be a tragedy if Kamala Harris won the presidency. Here's a good time to ask you, what's Kamala's real power source? It's surely not popularity with the people. So I'm going to give you a hint. She's infected with the San Francisco plague called Jonestown, like Nancy Pelosi. Closeness to Jim Jones is like having a VIP ticket into the Democrat Party. You may know Willie Brown was much more than Kamala's former old man. You may know he was married at the time. You may even know he was mayor of San Francisco. But you probably do not know he was the seated assemblyman for San Francisco for over 20 years. So why didn't you know this important little detail? Because then you might realize 
Willie Brown was the seated assemblyman for Jim Jones in the People's Temple. So, for the four years leading up to Jonestown, Willie Brown was Jim Jones's go-to man in Sacramento, the capital of California. What did Willie Brown know about the Jonestown Massacre, and when did he know it? And did Willie and Kamala ever engage in pillow talk? By the way, Jim Jones massacred 918 people, but only 10% drank the poison, the so-called Kool-Aid. You do not stock up on hypodermic needles when you expect people to willingly, if not eagerly, commit revolutionary suicide. Did you know the majority of them were black people, black American mothers with their children? Which is why Jonestown was called the Black Slave Plantation, like the party of Pelosi and Biden today. The Black Slave Plantation. How odd is that? The Democrats seem to have been caught red-handed committing revolutionary suicide on those they count on for votes. Could this be part of the communist playbook? Interestingly, the Times of Israel just published an article entitled Why Putin Bombs the Very Same Russian-Speaking People He Claims to Liberate. Where's James Clyburn on this explosive issue? What's the relationship between James Clyburn and Willie Brown? Seems pretty solid, if you ask me. So not only does Nancy Pelosi have a Jonestown problem, Kamala Harris has a Jonestown problem. Before we leave the issue of black genocide being at the heart of the creation of the Black Caucus, let's take a few seconds to talk about Nancy and Baltimore. You may know Nancy's father was the mayor of Baltimore for 12 years, a city divided by racial violence and hatred. But like the left hiding Willie Brown's time as an assemblyman, you likely had no idea Nancy's older brother, Thomas D'Alessandro III, was also the mayor of Baltimore. But why do they hide this? Because if you knew, you'd connect the dots to realize Pelosi's brother was the mayor during the 1968 Baltimore race riots, the worst in the country, in the days after the murder of Martin Luther King Jr. So ask Kamala about Jonestown and time how long it takes her to stop laughing. So aside from Pelosi and Harris having a Jonestown problem, what if the Black Caucus and the entire Democrat Party have a Jonestown problem? Do they despise the very black people they use for votes? What if the playbook of the Green New Deal also wraps fake compassion around brutality and horror, the likes of which we are seeing in the Ukraine? What if the grotesque human costs to Biden's outright war on domestic drilling, both in America and abroad, are the objectives of those who pretend to care about humanity, while wrapping themselves in the new green flag of the new Soviet Union. Has the death of America and the progressive strangulation of America always been the goal of too many of the environmental movements and regulations thwarting American businesses? If the death of America is the secret goal of the Green New Deal, doesn't every crazy thing the left does and say start to make perfect sense? Are you getting a look at the actual script that they're following? It's like they're always trying to get us to drink the Kool-Aid. Like when Kamala Harris and Pete Buttigieg were giddy as they gave America a single and simple solution to skyrocketing fuel costs. 
buy a $75,000 Tesla. So they want us stuck on the highway in the dead of winter. Oh yeah, and a lot worse than that. By the way, China controls the market for lithium and cobalt. So aside from the Green New Deal rebuilding the Soviet Union, it also makes America a slave to China. So how long this progressive strangulation of America been planned? Here's a little clue. According to Henry Kissinger's classic cabal ideology, he said, to control people, control food. To control nations, control energy. It seems Kissinger was already on it. How did they ever get thinking Americans to despise the lifeblood of the American economy, oil and gas? How would you ever get tens of millions of Americans to rally and vote against their own survival? Fear. But how can you spread fear of a coming weather apocalypse? Weather warfare. Listen to the next part of Weather Warfare Fuels Putin's Warfare to learn about the deep investment the U.S. military made in weather manipulation during the Vietnam War using the sales tag Make Mud, Not War. I'm Robert Antonellis. Thanks for listening to Eagle Eye Outlook. Thank you.